It is my delight and my pleasure to present to Stephen this baptismal certificate, not those papers. Stephen, if you'd come up here. Amen. There's proof. Congratulations, Stephen. Do you want to say anything? I just want to say that getting baptized was an absolute honor for me. Thank you. (laughs) I could have said it better myself. (laughs) What an honor it was to baptize you, Stephen. Praise God. He's been coming to Sunday school, and he's been an absolute treat, a pleasure to have with us. Amen. Praise God. Jeremiah chapter 14 and verse 17. Jeremiah chapter 14 and verse 17. And we'll also be reading from Jeremiah chapter 8. And verse 22. Jeremiah 14 and 17 says, Therefore thou shalt say this word unto them, Let mine eyes run down with tears night and day, and let them not cease. For the virgin daughter of my people is broken with a great breach, with a very grievous blow. Jeremiah 8 and 22 says, Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? We'll be talking for probably a very few minutes this morning on this topic, the breach and the balm. Lord Jesus, you're an awesome God. Thank you, Lord, for the manifestation of your presence, the manifestation of your will. In this house today, I pray, God, that you would do your perfect work. Help us to get out of the way and let you do what only you can do. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. When we come to the Lord, we come bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, all starry-eyed and and it, uh, I mean, everything's brand new. When I came to the Lord and I felt this for the first time, I experienced God for the first time. It was a brand new world for me. Everything was new. Everything was exciting and wonderful. And every time I read the Word of God, it was so, it was revelation after revelation after revelation. And I couldn't get enough of it. And then when I started to learn how to pray and experience one-on-one the presence of God, I couldn't get enough of that. And everything was just so wonderful. And problems, were they, they were still there. There were still situations, but they didn't mean as much anymore. <clears throat> and it seemed like God just took care of most of them. And, and things were moving along great and fine. And then, and then something happened. The newness wore off or something. I don't know what it was, but... 
things started to become different for me. And the, the, the prayer time that I had that I, I so looked forward to, things would start to get in the way. And it took more and more for me to, to decide and make up my mind to spend time in prayer. And then when I spent time in prayer, it wasn't the same. It, I couldn't feel Him, or I'd have to spend so much time to get into His presence. And I started to, when I read the Word of God, it, it just, it took more and more for me to dig things out. And then questions started to come up. And when I went into service, it was, I started seeing things I didn't see before in people and in, in myself. And it just, things started to get different. And my experiences with God started to become a little bit stale. They started to become a little bit worn out. That's not God's fault. It's not the Word of God's fault. Obviously, if there's someone to blame for that, it's me. I certainly lacked some understanding. But nevertheless, that's where I was at. We come to the Lord and, and things are brand new and, and we talked about armor last Wednesday and the armor that was issued to us is there's not a dent in it, it's shiny, there's not a speck of rust and the sword is brand new and there's no chips. And But as we begin to fight and as we begin to move forward in God, we take a few blows and we get a few dents and our armor becomes a little bit used looking and our sword becomes a little bit chipped and a little bit... Not as shiny as it once was. And life happens and, and we get worn down and our defenses can become pitted and eventually breached. Now the purpose of our message today isn't to determine why, except to simply acknowledge that they do. We can talk about why another time. But these breaches happen in our lives. They happen in, in the lives of families. They happen in the lives of congregations. Breaches happen for many reasons, for varied reasons. And it's God's desire today to heal those breaches. It's going to be a very simple message, a very short message, and we're going to let God do some work here today. There are some breaches in this congregation. I'm not aware of all of them. I'm aware of a few of them. And they need to be healed. They need to be closed. There are perhaps breaches in your family, in you as an individual, that has been unaddressed. Men especially like to shove things down and, and, and suppress things and, and I'll deal with this later. Right now I'm, I'm too busy. I got this to take care of. And I mean, I've, I'm just talking from experience. 
I do that a lot. I just set things aside and because th- other things are taking precedence right now. And if I'm not careful, they stay set aside and they're never dealt with until they blow up in my face. They're going to come out at some point. And they're going to come out in your lives as well. And if we're not careful, they'll come out in the life of this congregation. I bring this up as a topic because <laughs> I was searching for a for a topic to preach on today. I was trying to find the mind of Christ. And I I couldn't see anything. I couldn't hear anything. And So I just spent a while, and uh, I won't say that God revealed specific things, but that there are things that have happened here that haven't been sufficiently dealt with. There are things that have happened in this congregation, I don't know when, could have been last week, it could have been... 30 years ago, I don't know. But things that haven't been properly dealt with, things that haven't been healed. Only God can heal them. And only God truly and completely knows them knows the extent to which they're affecting us as a church body. What kind of breaches are we talking about? Wounds, hurts, critical spirits, unforgiveness, jealousy, envy. I just, I I wrote a list down. It could be some of these, it could be none of them. Bitterness, indifference, offense, unbelief, a lukewarm heart, something between you and your spouse, between you and a friend, between you and a family member. I don't know what it is. Offense from the ministry, maybe. I don't know what the specifics entail. God does. Maybe some of you do. I think when I bring some of these things up, in some of us, events are coming to mind. Situations are are coming back. <clears throat> I'm going to speak very frankly and very directly. And I speak out of love. I know there's a history in this church, and it's not always been a good one. Again, I, I don't know specifics. I've heard little bits and pieces from different people, things that have happened, things that have been experienced. I don't believe it's any of our, our present retired ministry. I don't think it's from Brother and Sister Bell. I don't think it's from Brother and Sister Parker. <clears throat> 
but I know that there have been situations in the past that have happened. They need to be brought out and they need to be dealt with. You need to let God heal this. If we're going to move forward as a church, if you have ought against your brother or sister, let God heal that breach. This isn't God's will. And God's not angry. He's concerned. He wouldn't have brought any of this up to me if he weren't concerned. There is a bomb here today. The Lord Jesus Christ is our answer. These things that happen to us, they're not right. They're not fair. They ought not happen. Right on all accounts. But they did. And they do. There's no changing it. You experienced what you experienced. For better or for worse. The only thing left to do now is to move on from it. To walk away from it. To heal. To close the breach. Because I'll tell you who else knows about it, and that's the enemy. The enemy prods and he probes and he pokes and he finds them all. God has a work for us to accomplish. And we've spent a lot of time talking about the external aspects of that. Wants to reach the city, wants to reach our county, planting churches, all of that. And that's true. And we're going to continue to focus on that. But there's also a work he wants to do in you. In you. Not just through you. He loves all of them, but he loves you too. He loves this church body. He has a great destiny in store for this church body. Whether my family and I stay here for the rest of our lives or if God calls us somewhere else, he has a destiny for this church, for you, for you. But when the walls are broken down, he can't do what he wants to do. He's going to use you to do it. But he needs you. He needs you ready. He needs you equipped. He needs you whole. If we're going to move forward as a church body, he needs us whole, healed, God's not a God of sickness or disease. 
He's a God of life, strength, health, spiritually and physically. He's a God of victory, not a God of failure. Moving forward as a church body, he wants us healed. He wants us whole. And these these bits and pieces I hear, I hear for a reason. They're being expressed for a reason. Again, speaking frankly, I know that present ministry excluded. I know that ministry has not always operated as ministers here. That is unfortunate in so many ways. But again, what happened, happened. And we need to move on. In the book of Acts, the Apostle Paul was sent to minister to people who, a short time before that, he persecuted. Paul was sent in to throw them in prison. There were people he was preaching to whose husbands were in prison, whose children were in prison or dead because of this man. And yet, by the grace of God, they were able to submit to his teachings and his leadership. I'm not making excuses for anyone. I'll never make an excuse for me. But my my point is, humans are going to act like humans. Humans are fallible. That's why we don't follow men. We will never follow a man. We will follow God, the Lord Jesus Christ. It is Him that we serve, whether anyone else does or not. Praise God. We're going to stand in a moment and come to the altar. I've allowed us plenty of time. We're going to tarry here for a little while. If you have odd against someone else present here, I know this takes courage. I know how hard what I'm asking to do is. But if you have odd against someone here, I pray that you find the strength to go to that person and and make it right. Pray with them. If you ought against someone that's not here, talk to the Lord. Make those things right. If you've been hurt or wounded by someone, particularly someone in the ministry, someone who was supposed to have loved you and ministered to you. <clears throat> if you've been hurt by or let down by or disappointed by 
the man of God. Ask God to heal you of that. Pray for that man, that woman, if they're still alive. Pray for them. If you have a critical spirit toward others, maybe even toward yourself, ask God to heal you of that. could be any number of things, and I'm just the messenger. Let's all stand. Whatever the history has been, It doesn't have to be moving forward. The history that God has for his people is glorious. It's filled with victory. Filled with success. God has nothing less in store for every child of God. We will suffer setbacks, disappointments, sure. But the victory will always be ours through Jesus Christ.